You're listening to a CHUO podcast. CHUO is community-driven media. Find us online at chuo.fm, on air at 89.1 FM in Ottawa, and on social media at CHUO FM. The music in the background means, and this is Black on Black, your weekly connection to Ottawa's African, Caribbean, and Black communities and beyond. As usual, we have an exciting show today, and I'm going to call this the Black Student Forum Show, because I am joined today by three wonderful young adults who are doing amazing things in our community, Kyla Gibson. Alador, Barakatab, and Vanessa Wright are joining me today to talk about the Black Student Forum and some initiatives that they are involved in. Hi, you all. Introduce yourself and tell us what grade and school you're from, and then we'll move into our little debrief about the Black Student Forum. How about we start with you, Vanessa? Okay, hi, um, I'm Vanessa Wright, and I'm a grade 11 student at Crean Wilson. Awesome, thank you for that. Kyla Gibson. Hi, everybody, my name is Kyla. I am a grade 12 student at Lisga Collegiate Institute. And how about yourself, Alador? Hello, everyone, I'm Alador, and I am a grade 12 student at Canterbury High School. All right, so we've got a great cross-section of schools represented, and I have had, I have to tell listeners that I've had the amazing pleasure of working with each of you since October as part of the Black Student Forum, and as part of that, today on the airing uh, or the recording of our show, we have just completed the Black Student Forum 2021, where the three of you were actively involved in what we're still buzzing about what an amazing event it was. So as a check-in on how you be and how you doing, how was your Black Student Forum experience? We'll start with you, Alador. How did it go? Honestly, amazing. <laughs> just like the energy, the atmosphere, it was so lively. And just to see everybody and even now to see the tweets and, you know, people like talking about it everywhere on social media. It's so nice to see how like everybody came together, especially in this virtual world. You don't know all the time, you know, if people are going to be able to connect, um, but definitely felt that connection. So it was a wonderful and lovely atmosphere. Awesome. Thank you for that. How about for yourself, Kyla? How did things go for you? Yeah, same as Alador, like I am super excited and I loved how she said that it was a connection because I truly felt united with all the Black students in the OCDSB, specifically in the Black Youth Forum because we are all extremely excited and super happy that it went well. So yeah, it was a great event and I'm so excited that it went amazingly. And you next, Vanessa. Yeah, I agree with the other girls. It was great. It was fun. And I love how well thought out and put together it was we were all passionate about it and it was just so nice to see other black peers um as well as me just like come together and work on something and put it out there so we could sort of spread the message that we want to be heard what was it that drew you to the opportunity of being part of the black student forum course how about you kyla yeah so i had heard about the black student 
course when I was in grade 11, but I, you know, I was interested in it and I had friends such as Uyanda who were in the course and they were saying it's an amazing course and that I was definitely interested in going into it in grade 12, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure what it was. Um, so then my principal, Miss Agard sent me an email asking if I would be interested in being a part of it. Um, and from there, it just kind of took off. I attended the first meeting, saw all these beautiful faces and immediately was drawn into the environment. It's a safe space. Everyone is comfortable with each other. Everyone loves each other. And I was just so, so happy to be in that environment and still am. How about you, Alador? What drew you to the course itself? Yes, similar to Kylan, I didn't really know much about the Black Youth Forum prior to grade 12. Um, I didn't hear much about it uh, in grade 11. I do recall, though, the, the event at the end of the year. But, you know, when the opportunity arose to take part of the Black Youth Forum, I was I was 100% in. Um, but I also did not know what it was. I wasn't sure what exactly it entailed. And then the first, the first couple meetings, I remember I was like, this young group of people, like the energy and everything. I it's just, I had never met, I had never met anyone um, in the Black Youth Forum. And then after now, like building some connections with different people, it's it's been such a nice um, experience. I'm so glad that I actually did end up, end up joining. And how about for you, Vanessa? What drew you to the course? Um, I didn't really know much about it in the beginning, but I was interested in it because it was a gathering of other peers, of other Black peers. Because in my school, there wasn't much diversity. So I was like, wow, a class for um, Black students to share? I would love to be a part of that and try to like grow with um, my community. So I've, I've had a front row seat to see how you have blossomed and bloomed over this school year, even inside of all all of the challenges that having to do this fully virtually have presented. How have you seen yourself grow in this last year? Maybe not only as a result of the Black Student Forum course, but as a person who has navigated and had some support to navigate that this year. Vanessa, how do you see yourself have, um, having grown over this last school year? I've grown in the way that I was motivated by seeing other peers um, speak up and try to ch make a change, be their own advocate. So I started being more um, active in my school community, um, taking on bigger roles and trying to voice my opinion because um, I am one of the few Black people in my school, so I can bring that perspective and it could help um, the other people of color in my school as well. Kyla, you're the you're graduating this year, so you're heading off to big things after this. How have you grown in this year that's preparing you for your next phase of your education? Yeah, and I'd like to say I have grown so, so much. You know, COVID has those negative sides and also some positive sides for me. I can say openly that before COVID, before the Black Lives Matter movement really took off again, I was just in a very comfortable position. I didn't directly kind of fight against racism. As many people, I think I was just comfortable and I was kind of disregarding it and saying, oh, it happens. But I think that I've grown as head of Stay Woke, part of the Black Student Forum and engaging in all these initiatives by myself in this past year because I've actually you know, been okay with being uncomfortable and learning about all these different perspectives from different students. And honestly, like, 
it's been such an amazing experience for me because I've learned so much and I've kind of felt in touch with my roots while also developing these projects that I never, ever thought I would be. And that's led to so much for me, of course, graduating and going to Queens. So yeah, I'm really excited. Awesome. Thanks for that. And how about you, Alador? How have you grown in this last year inside of all of the chaos? Great things have come out. Honestly, this year has been very, very busy for me, very hectic, but I feel like I've grown so much and learned so much. And I think one of the biggest things is confidence in speaking on on activism and educating my community, uh, specifically like my school community. I remember before, you know, before the pandemic, I did not necessarily feel as confident as I do now. Um, Even just to start, I started my my club uh, back in the summer called Lester Change. And even, you know, like thinking of coming up with this project and bringing up a bunch of students and leading these sort of discussions uh, with a bunch of students and staff, like those type of those type of spaces weren't places I would have been as comfortable um, with prior to like prior to the pandemic. And even after joining the Black Youth Forum and seeing like it just it gives you more confidence too, you know, in those discussions and hearing other youth talk about talk about these things and talk, talking about these uh, topics. I just feel like the biggest key thing was like confidence that has grown. And, and, and much of that growth is something that I've observed and I've seen you all turn what were just uh, maybe just was a curiosity or, or something that, you know, somebody tapped you and said, hey, you should take part into like full blown moments of activism you know, reflecting on a year since the murder of George Floyd, you all have found ways to engage and interact with your community. And I want to start with Tuesday, May the 25th. Kyla, you're involved or you were involved with a massive initiative that, you know, um, as an observer, I have to admit, I was pretty jazzed up. And I remember reflecting on what it meant to have that moment hovering below the Children's March of 1963. Kyla, can you tell us a little bit about the steps you took leading up to Tuesday's virtual walkout in reflection and commemoration of the life of George Floyd? Absolutely. Um, So I'd like to say it all started when we hosted a safe space meeting for all Black students in the OCDSB. Um, So yeah, this meeting was for everyone to come and we kind of developed this idea of having a walkout, having a demonstration to commemorate George Floyd's, George Floyd's as a person, as a, as someone who's, you know, created this huge movement across the world, but also to keep the momentum of that moving movement going. Um, so we had students from Glebe, the Black Student Association there, um, as well as all the Black student, student associations in the OCDSB come, and we developed this idea of doing the walkout on May 25th. Um, from there, my team at Stay Woke was engaged in creating these goals um, moving forward in 2021, which kind of relates back to our Black Student Forum theme. Um, And so we created our four calls to action, um, which are firstly diversity inclusion in the curriculum. um, And all these calls to action kind of relate to what has happened um, in OCSB throughout this last year. So of course, the removal of school resource officers Um, as well as having more communication with Black students and the representatives in the board, um, and having mental health 
outreaches to Black students and having more support for Black students. Those were four calls to action. The event itself was amazing. We had students come from all across the board in all grades, um, around 250 who are just there engaged. I got messages after saying, thank you so much. I've learned how to move forward in 2021. I've learned how to be a better ally. And it's an event like these that really matter because it's the doing and it's the demanding that's making the difference, not just that it needs to happen. Um, so I'm really happy with the way the event turned out. So, so you got a lot of uh, feedback and and um, encouragement. What what does your experience mean for your future activism um, beyond this week? Yeah, I mean personally, like being one of the main people who organized this event, just knowing that if you have those support, if you have those allies who are willing to help you, you know, make a difference to events, then you can make it a huge thing. Um, I remember like I would send it to people from Black Student Forum. I'd send it to people from my dance school and they'd share it. And then the link was everywhere. The poster was everywhere. Um, and just like moving forward, going to Queens and going to university, it just is really reassuring that I'll also find those people when I graduate. There are always allies. There are always people who you can, you know, create these amazing events with. So, yeah, it's it's been great. Uh, thanks so much for sharing that. To you next, Vanessa, you sent out an email or a post to our class and you told us about an initiative and initiative that has attracted you and put you into action. Tell us a little bit, Vanessa, about what you've got going on at Kareen Wilson for your own activism. Um, yeah, so at Kareen Wilson, our Race Relations Club was inviting a guest speaker from the Tazimon Foundation, and he brought along um, two women, and they were telling stories about what their foundation does, and this um, one woman, she told us a story about when she was um, going to school. It's based in the Kaboko district of Uganda, and she had to walk three hours to school, and they didn't have proper access to any kind of um, sanitary pads or anything for menstruation to support the girls. So she would go there and um, have to use cloth to um, stop the bleeding. She just have to walk three hours in that pain and everything. And it really touched us because most of us um, are females in the club and we, and we, we struggle with our menstruation um, even in Canada and Canada is very privileged. So just imagine how hard it is for the females in Uganda so we got together and we decided that we wanted to do something to help. And since um, it's COVID, we couldn't really do anything hands-on. We decided to, let's do something that would be able to help boost mental health and help spread awareness at the same time. So we chose to do a move-a-thon where um, the participants would have to run, walk, bike, whatever activity they wanted for a certain amount of kilometers. And people in the community would sponsor them and all the um, proceeds would go towards um, the Tasman Foundation so, so they can make reusable pads for the Ugandan women and children. Because without the reusable pads, they often have to leave school right after they begin menstruating and would be married off or just like not finish their education. So we want to help them be able to stay in school longer, finish their education and have more options in life. 
And as your campaign is coming to you know its height, how have things been going as far as your move-a-thon? And give us an idea of how we can contribute to that move-a-thon before your initiative ends. Um, yeah, I, after it started, um, more and more people have been hearing about it. Even now, we're still getting more followers, more people ready and willing to participate because... We've been putting out posters, educating people about how hard menstruation is, and they just feel like it's pandemic. We're all distanced from each other. They have the compassion in their hearts. They want to help people. So it's really picking up speed, and the students are getting involved because it's also active, and you can, you can ask your sibling to run with you. You can ask your parents to run with you because it's just it's to bring people together for one cause, and it's just it's been doing great amazing amazing and we're going to give listeners an opportunity to figure out how to follow you and contribute so thank you for that alador you have a scholarship opportunity and as a person who also has a scholarship named for a dear friend who died in 2018 tell us about the scholarship that you are um active in engaging with and tell us a little bit about your friend yeah, for sure. Um, so my friends, Abel, Abel Mangastab, who passed away about almost nearly a year ago. Um, and, you know, he was such a such a great advocate in our community. For, he always advocated for social injustices, his commitment to volunteerism. Um, he just had several different uh, commitments, whether it was inside of school, outside of school, just inspired everyone. I know, like, left a mark on so many people, including myself. Um, so we created this past year, we created the Abel Mangastab Memorial Foundation. Um, to perpetuate um, Abel's legacy. So just to keep it going, to keep going and inspire um, youth here, here in Ottawa and just here in Canada. Um, so one of the initiatives that we introduced now in 2021 was the Abel Mengestab uh, Memorial Award. And along with that award, um, there is some money attached, um, which is about $1,000. And we're giving out up to three of those awards. Um, and the award is open to all students who are going to a Canadian post-secondary school starting in the 2021 to 2022 school year. Um, and the application is due in almost a week. Um, so it's due on June 7th. So you still have a little bit over a week. Um, and yeah, so we encourage everyone to apply, you know, just to get inspired and, and fill out that application, which you can find at www.abelmmf.org. Awesome. And we'll be sure to include all of that in our own social media so that our listeners can be able to click and contribute or click and recommend a young person to that scholarship as well. Well, just as we get closer, I mean, it's, it, it, time goes so quickly, but I wanted to give you all each an opportunity to appeal to that listener out there who's young who is looking for something that can um, help them manage their uh, energy and their goals for contributing to their communities. What would you each say to a young person out there who's looking to find their way to building capacity to be in action about the things that they would like to see different or change or transform in our world? Do you have something that you're thinking of in the moment, Kyla? 
Yeah, I think the one thing I would say is just don't be scared to reach out. And I know me saying don't be scared isn't the most encouraging, but like if I were to give you an example, I reached out to one of my high school teachers who I always thought was just, you know, a normal English teacher, taught English every single year. And I reached out to him and he gave me these amazing opportunities to share my voice with the rest of the school. I ended up publishing an article in our Lisger newspaper, which got so much recognition and created meaningful change. So don't be scared to reach out. There are always people there that are willing to listen and to help you, whether that's other classmates, whether that's people who have graduated already from your school and going to your university, um, whether it's teachers, principals, people from the board, don't be scared to send that message because you really never know what they're going to say, how they're going to react until you send the message. And Kyla, give listeners a little idea what your plan post high school is for next school year. Yes. So I have committed to Queen's Life Science. Um, I will be going there for 2021 for four years. Um, I am a commitment scholar. So that is an award for... Um, engaging in activism in your community, in your school. Um, I encourage everyone to to apply to that award, everyone who is going to be graduating um, in the near future. The award goes to 10 um, marginalized students in Canada. So please, please apply to scholarships, awards I never would have expected to get the award that I did. And honestly, if you just speak your truth, talk about what you've been doing, they're going to consider you. And I honestly encourage you to do it because it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. And you might hear Kyla on the show a few more times leading up to that and during that whole Queen's University experience. So thank you for sharing that. Alador, how about yourself? What advice would you give to that listener that's young out there hearing your voice today? Kyla took it right out of my mouth, <laughs> said it perfectly. Um, but, you know, like earlier today during during the Black Youth Forum event, I put in like the jam board. I said, if you see a gap, fill it. And those words I've, I've stuck with definitely in 2020, definitely 2021, but just kind of my whole life, you know, as youth, especially as Black youth, you might be scared sometimes. You might be like, I might be the only one in my class um, that has the same experience as me. Um, and I don't exactly know how I can go beyond, go beyond that niche that you might feel currently. Um, but taking those opportunities and just kind of pushing those boundaries for yourself, even if you might not be so comfortable, even if, if you, it's, it's something that's scary to you. I know I did many things this past year that were quite scary. Obviously, you know, it doesn't come, it doesn't come easy in like two days, but having there, having people there around you to support you is so, so important. And that other piece was, was networking. Um, and I think I really understood the value of networking this past year. Um, and even as I was searching, you know, for job opportunities during the summer, and then I remembered back in, there was somebody who came in uh, to my school about, you know, from, uh, from a biotech firm and that they just do like a bunch of work. And I was like, why don't I reach out to them? And then you get a position like that. So, you know, networking is so valuable and there's so many Black youth here here in Ottawa um, that you might not know about because they might not be in your school, but they're there. Um, so just taking that extra step and taking that leap um, to just push yourself sometimes, it's so valuable. And then you're going to see in return, you're going to be like, wow, I'm so glad I did that. And, and for next school year, what are your goals that you got coming up? Yeah, so my plans for here. 
Um, I will be studying at McMaster University uh, for a Bachelor of Health Sciences in the Honors uh, Program. Wow. All right. And Vanessa, tell us what you would tell that young person out there hearing your voice today. Well, I mean, as the girl said, it's all about getting out of your comfort zone and pushing yourself. When you're comfortable, you're you're really following. You're not really pushing yourself. But when you step out of your, that comfort zone, it's like you're now committing yourself to something new and you're going to see new things, meet new people, and you're going to have new experiences that's going to enrich in your thoughts and what and your capabilities. And it's just really important. And Vanessa, you are our returning senior for next year. And what plans hmm, might you be up to for next school year? Um, well, I felt really motivated and I ran for a position on student council. So I'm going to try to um, advocate more and do more projects to help others because this charity um project really inspired me and it felt good to organize something that will help somebody and I felt like really compassionate so I want to do more of those I just want to try to have a good contribution to the school society and 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 Vanessa I, I, I don't mean to technically put you on the spot but I heard that you gave it a tremendous speech at your school related to your being on student council. And I know you're kind of underselling it right now when you say, oh, I ran for student council. Can you share what kind of position you ran for on the student council? Um, I ran for the position of um, co-president and my campaign was really, I wanted to bring a different perspective because I have um, friends and connections in places where they don't really like to speak up. So I said, I'll be your voice. Since you don't want to, I, I can be here and I'll say what I want to say because I can sometimes be daring and just say it. Um, yeah, so I ended up getting a position in student council. I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy. And I'll just try to help them speak since they're on the client side. Uh, Kyla and Alida, you heard that. She's like, oh, I'm still, I got a position. She is the co-president for next school year of Kareen Wilson. Yay, Vanessa. That is amazing. Because I, I, I wonder if when September happened, uh, did you see yourself as ever being a co-president of your school back in September? When this year started, did you say, oh, that's something I've always wanted to do? And then now you're it. You're the thing. You're the co-president. Um, I had no idea. <laughs> Student council was like an extra commitment where it's like you had to be on it. I didn't think I was ready for that. And I'm just I just said I've already started to, to, to be a leader. Let's just continue. And um. Instead of co-president, I became the student senator because there were four people running for co-president and there was nobody running for um, senator. So I was put in that position, but I'm going to really enjoy it. I'm, I'm so glad you shared that. And since you just finished, 
Vanessa, give us the details of how listeners can find you, how they can find your initiative and project. Give us your socials, in, in other words. What's the socials that will help us find our socials are, we have an Instagram where we post and update and educate. It's called Fight for the Flow, and um, it's managed by our school. You can go there, and you can join our classroom from there, and we also have a link to the how you can um, pay or donate. So that's our Instagram. It's at, it's at Fight for the Flow. Awesome. Fight for the flow and the four is the number four fight for the flow all right thank you and alador how can people find or oh, you gave us that information give it again the information for how they can find you on your socials and be able to contribute or apply to the scholarship yes okay so for the socials for the um the actual website it's abel abelmmf.org um, but there's also the instagram that's just abel mangastav foundation um and quite a long name so i think maybe the website might be easier to go to first and then you'll see the socials for the instagram as well and like we said we'll make sure to pop it in our social media and share it with our listeners so that it's easy to find and then kyla you have found a, a lot of space and encouragement through the lisker stay woke club tell listeners how they can keep up with the stay woke initiatives even after you're gone Yep. So at Lisger, our Stay Woke Club Instagram handle is at Lisger Stay Woke. So pretty simple. Yeah. I appreciate all of you so much for taking time after a very long, very busy day. I appreciate you coming on air and sharing a little bit with us today about what you've got going on. And more so, I wanted listeners to sharing what I've been able to experience over the last few months. It has been an amazing journey where it was really hard for me to sell that um, you all have, for the most part, not even been in the same physical space with each other. We had a brief moment back in December where we were able, a few of us, to be together in a social distance kind of protocol, follow the health rules kind of way. But other than that, we have not seen each other except on a screen. And it has been amazing to see how engaged and active you all have been. And it's been my pleasure to feature you here on Black on Black. So thank you for joining us. You have been listening to my interview with Kyla Gibson, Alador. Barakatab and Vanessa Wright, students who are not just from the Black Student Forum class, but young adults from our community, movers and shakers of our future, doing wonderful things. Keep it locked here at CHUO 89.1 FM. This is Black on Black. You've been listening to a CHUO original podcast. CHO is community-driven media. Find us online at chuo.fm, on air at 89.1 FM in Ottawa, and on social media at chuo.fm.